one, two, three. Welcome back, everybody. This is another edition of the 4th and 3 podcast. Join with me, as always, is at least one co-host. I do have Andrelfia with me. He is going to be to my right. Yeah, football season. We are a day away. AJ's pumped. And Jock could not make it tonight. He was not feeling too hot, so we really appreciate that. Uh, no sickness. Everyone. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Stay exactly. healthy. Stay healthy uh, for that's tomorrow. That's what it's all about. Uh, eat that apple every day and orange juice or whatever. Doctor away, they you, say. Yeah, whatever crazy thing you want to follow. Okay, so that being said, uh, I need to turn my gain up a teeny bit because Do you're it. maxing me out, AJ. Test one, two. Check, Good. check, check. All right. So that's kind of the beauty of the podcast. You know, sometimes you got to make adjustments on the fly. So with today's fantasy football, we're going to do this on the fly, right? Because we don't have Jared. So what we're going to talk about is the news because a lot of things are coming out. Uh, we are coming at you at the eve of Christmas. Well, not Christmas, but it is the first day yeah. of football tomorrow. Officially, we got the Chiefs mm. playing the Lions. So there's a lot of talk about fantasy yeah. football-wise, what we think is going to happen in that game. Uh, and a lot of news has come out so far today about players that are and aren't playing, which is going to affect your fantasy football team. So I think you might want to stick around for this. Yeah. Uh, AJ, got any pointers real quick? No, just pumped. I'll say drafts are wrapped up. I just did my very last one. So congrats to everybody on drafting their amazing teams and before they inevitably fall apart to some of us. But, you know. We're ready. All Very right. excited. Let's jump into some news. Cool. Uh, today, the Jets worked out Kenny Galladay and a couple other receivers. Uh, James Proch should be uh, one of the other notable ones. Uh, Chiefs cornerback Legereus Sneed was removed from the final injury report. He is going to be playing tomorrow. Uh, on top of That's that, big. we've got Cooper Cup. Uh, he had that hamstring injury last week. He is officially ruled out for Sunday, so that's bad news for the fantasy football owners. Uh, but we can give you a little bit of advice on who you might want to pick up to replace him. Uh, and it's definitely early, so they might be available. All those players haven't been snatched up yet. Probably. Uh, moving on to that, them. Green Bay, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs. Both not, did not practice today with hamstrings. Yeah, and I'll say it's not great. Hopefully, it's just like a you know practice thing, just trying to make sure they're both going to be okay. But uh, it's something to worry about. Not only if you're, I don't think you're starting Jordan Love in this game. I'm not starting. I don't Jordan see Love. why you would. Uh, but having both of those top guys out, unless if you're a Travis Kelsey owner, then maybe a Luke Musgrave could be a pretty good start in this situation here. Just saying. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, sticking in the NFC North, the Lions cornerback, Emmanuel Mosley, they have been ruled out for tomorrow, so they will not be playing against the Chiefs. Uh, and then the Texans placed right tackle Titus Howard on injured reserve, so he's not going to be able to make it for the next four weeks. So that's important to note. Uh, but also at the same time, it's not necessarily like Houston was going to be putting up a whole bunch of uh, you know, fancy performance. So it doesn't yeah. affect it too much, but if you are a Houston fan, I'm sure you're bummed about that. Uh, maybe the biggest news out of today, Nick Bosa, right? He yeah. did sign a contract extension. Big money. Uh, so he is going to be playing. He signed five years, $170 million. That's ginormous. Uh, and the 122 and a half of that is guaranteed. Yeah. So he made out like a bandit, but rightfully so. He's the best, or if not one of the best defensive players playing the game. And yeah. I always got to shout out a fellow Nick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And especially I do have him in an IDP league. So hearing this, I was a little bit concerned. I was going to wait till the very last second to pick up another defensive lineman. Uh, so very good for him to come back. They are going to be in for some money problems next year though the 49ers they have a lot of players that they're paying a lot of money i'd love to see how this is going to turn out as we go into next year going to be a lot of restructuring hopefully they get lucky on uh what's his name yeah brock Purdy's rookie contract i mean they absolutely need that so they kind of lucked out with it but yeah big someone else i know actually needs 
Brock Purdy to turn out well also. So we're all rooting for him. We want him to want the this best guy. for him. And who doesn't love the underdog story, especially being the last pick in the draft? Yeah, Mr. That Irrelevant. That is so cool. That is a really good story. Change, change the name. I'll say he's relevant now. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelty is listed as questionable for tomorrow. In my personal opinion, I feel like he's probably not going to play unless somehow they're losing going into the half. I could see that. I'll say this is a big game, though. I'll say you're coming in, you're playing a team that has a lot of hype around them. Um, obviously, to have this happen at the time that it is, I'm sure it's going to hurt. So I think it's going to be up to them or to the Chiefs, not necessarily Travis Kelsey, about how much they want to risk. There's just probably a bone, a bone bruise involved. So it's going to be painful. But how much is he going to re-injure it if he plays? Yet to be seen. Um, and even uh, Jason Kelsey came out and talked about it. He did this to himself like last season, two seasons ago. He tried to kick a log at home starting a bonfire. Hyper extended his knee during the season, like bone bruised the whole thing. And he was like, it hurt, but that's fine. Well, we'll see about that. Uh, let's breeze through a couple more. This last one is actually somewhat important. Uh, the Raiders defensive defensive end Chandler Jones. Yeah, dude, that situation's crazy. Yeah, so yesterday uh, he couldn't get into the uh, gym and on his Instagram posted a whole bunch of slander about the Raiders, uh, specifically Josh Daniels and the GM. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, GM. Um, he didn't like it, and uh, he didn't show up today. Uh, and then McDaniels, the coach, uh, said he was out for a personal matter, which to, with the way everything went down, obviously that's not just a personal matter. It is a... a I don't want to play for this team anymore type yeah. of matter. So that's definitely something to note, um, especially because he had like 15 sacks last year. I mean, he was he's a he's good. He's, a, he's a, Chandler Jones or Chris Jones. Chandler Jones. Did he have 15 sacks? He also had a lot. Chris Jones, I think, had 15 and a half. Yeah, I'll say because Chris Jones is still holding out. Yes, though. Chris Jones is. Yes, yeah, that's, that's also important to know. Chris I, Jones from Kansas I, City. I got he my going to play. I got my stories confused, but no, at least with the Chandler Jones thing. I mean, he was a good player. I think he underperformed last year that's why i'm not positive on the 15 sacks i'm looking that up right now please do honestly because i'd be really curious on that uh but either way i think the raiders are in for pretty underwhelming seasons you are correct he did underperform looks like he was hurt last year and he had four and a half sacks there we go um but i mean dude he's got one two three four five six seven seasons with Ten and a half or more sacks. That's giant. Yeah. And the last one came with just the year before. I I, I don't know. I think Chandler Jones is a baller. It seems uh, there there's absolutely something. He is going, older though. He is. Honestly, I'm definitely not going to speculate. But there there is something going on there uh, th- that's bigger than this. Because yeah, he has a lot of issues with what's their GM Bollard. I can't remember. I think uh, that, it'll probably say right like here. Chris Bollard. Uh, Dave Ziegler. Dave Ziggler, I was way off. Yeah. Way, way That's off. That's okay, though. Uh, but, you know, Josh I McDaniels. No apparently, Josh McDaniels is an amazing offensive coordinator, and he's an absolutely terrible head coach. Sometimes that's the way it works out. You know, not not everyone was made for every single role, and sometimes that's a letdown to the you know to yourself when you realize, hey, I can't do this thing that I want to do. Um, I think for I think Mike Zimmer is a great example of that. Um, sure. yeah. Fantastic defense, but we couldn't keep an offensive coordinator, and we have one year with Kevin O'Connell, and it's just lights out. And 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 like you look at the way Atlanta has used Cordero Patterson. Yeah. And why couldn't the Vikings have done that? It's frustrating. It's all I mean, a lot of it's ultimately a, at the end of the day. That's you this know is kind of some players are better as coordinators. Bieleri brought this up. This came out in the news today that Jonathan Gannon had a little thing with um with Nick Sirianni in the 2021 season. We finished eight and nine. Mm-hmm. That Nick Sirianni wouldn't give up play calling control because it would make him look like a loser. 
it's it's something like that. And eventually he did it. But yeah, Ganathan or Ganon, who's already eh, came out with it recently, and he was he was like, yeah, if I wouldn't have said anything, uh, maybe it worked out. But either way, well, good yeah, luck. I mean, you know, good luck in Arizona, guy. All right, closing up news: Cardinals quarterback is going to be Josh Dobbs, or at least that's what's expected. And then lastly, uh, Joe Burrow did practice in full today and is on track big, to big, make yeah uh, his debut on Sunday. So Jamar, that's very important. Jamar for Chase owners, him, the team, yeah, everyone, fantasy owners, absolutely. Uh, so that being said, closing up uh, news: Do you want to talk about your fantasy draft next, or do you want to talk about the game tomorrow? Uh, let's talk about the game tomorrow. I'll say I'm talking about yeah. I have to like pull it up and do all this stuff. So yeah, let's get into the game tomorrow. I'm a okay. lot more excited to talk about like a real football game. All right. So yes, tomorrow is finally going to be the first football game. And we finally made it, um, at least by the time you're watching this, we made it. Yeah. Uh, gosh, you know, I'm so excited. I have so many different feelings. I, I really wish it wasn't Lions versus the Chiefs because I, I, I firmly believe the Chiefs are going to win this game, and I think they're going to win it by a lot. I, I just – the Detroit Lions are the Detroit Lions, and they lose games. I don't know why, you know. it's just It's just the way of the world. God willed it that way. They're a division rival, and I don't hate the Lions, and I don't yeah. hate Lions fans. They're the only one in this in in the division that I I think are ta- you know cool. You do know? you do you know the Lions almost beat us last year, week one? Yeah, I think the game was like thirty eight, thirty five. And like, what happened? The Eagles did win because again, I, so I get the. How did they win? I still remember the end of that game. They 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 just field goal or something. Detroit folded. I don't remember. I like I remember that game because we were at JJ's our little burger spot. We always go there for week one. Not this year apparently. Um. I, I still think the Lions are good. If they can come out and play like they did at the end of last season, I think the possibility of no Travis Kelsey's also has a ton of implications, not just fantasy-wise, but for that game. Uh, I think the if Travis Kelsey doesn't play, I think that's going to force Sky more into a bigger scenario. I think Kadarius Tony's going to be like a gadget player like he is. He's coming back from injury. So I think they're going to have to run the ball. There's going to be a Pacheco game. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is probably going to be seen in there, and then Jarek McKinnon, of course. But I think you are going to see a little bit more schemage out of this without having Travis Kelsey, who just understands how to you know find that little space in the zone. But on the other side, Amon Ra, I think has something to prove this year. I think Jameer Gibbs is going to be used in an interesting way. David Montgomery is going to be good, and they have a very good offensive line. I think they keep up. I think this is a good game. And on paper, these two teams are hyped to actually go far, so I'm pumped about it. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be an exciting game. I think the biggest thing that we're going to be able to take away tomorrow, specifically if Kelsey doesn't play, is we'll probably have some sort of idea where Patrick Mahomes is going to end up throwing the ball. Because uh, right now, the wide receiver group is all up in the air. They traded for Kadarius Tony last year and used him a little bit at the end of the year. He's had a couple cool plays. A little bit, yeah. He's like um, the same Sky Moore player. Right. The and same. then they have Sky Moore, who's entering his second year. Um, MBS. And I know that the, yes, I was gonna say that. Rashi Rice, yes, Rashi Rice, Ross. the new rookie, yeah. also. So there's a lot to kind of discover tomorrow. Um, I do think Pacheco is probably gonna have a solid game, probably 100 yards and a touchdown. Um, but at the end of the day, I still think it's gonna be the Patrick Mahomes show. He'll probably throw for 250, three touchdowns, and I think th- I think the Chiefs will win like 30 something to like 20. Okay. I think it's no. going to be a big. I I don't think it's going to be very close. I think at max it's seven point spread. Like I think I think it will be a game. I just I don't understand the lion hype. I mean, like I get it with like the team. Like they had a lot of close games last year, but it's the lions. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's They're just due for it's, one. 
they've been due for 30 years. And they have. And this is potentially the year. Again, they drafted <laughs> very well. They established a good team. Jared Goff is getting better. Amon Ra's good. Sam Laporta. First game of the season, though, against the Chiefs. Like, you think they're going to win that? That's when they're the absolute healthiest. It's so the why Chiefs. Not? Why not? I don't care. I don't care who the Chiefs are. There's absolutely been games where. The Super Bowl champ. Versus the Detroit Lions. Has the Super Bowl champs ever came out week one and lost? Oh, plenty of times. Absolutely. So, no, I am not going to put it How many times? A... How many of those losses were against Detroit? Screw it. I'll give you a $5 bet Detroit wins that game. And I'm doing it out of spite, but I believe you it. You were on. $5. Let's do it. Can't see the hands, but they're there. They've been shook. Because why not? I don't know. I think the Lions are going to be good. I don't think they're going to be like this Super Bowl caliber team that some people think they are. But I think they have oh, – you know, Who do you think is going to get the first carry uh, for the Lions? Jameer Gibbs. You think it's going to be Gibbs? Yeah, I think they throw everybody out. It should be David Montgomery, but I think they want to come out and prove a point. They're like, we're going to use this guy, and then they'll mix him in. See, I think it's going to be Montgomery for the exact reason you just said because, like, that's what they – but, but like, I think it should be Gibbs. I mean, I do I think they'll give it to Montgomery. He'll get the first, like – Two or three carries. First series. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they'll swap over and keep swapping back and forth and realize, hey, Gibbs is super fast and will, just a baller. I will say, I didn't mean to lean back there, sorry. I will say I am 100% starting Jameer Gibbs with confidence this week. Yeah, I am too. He's technically my number I one running back. I give that advi- advice out to someone. Yeah, I don't someone care. Someone asked me, should I play Gibbs or should I start Mostert? And I was just like, you need Gibbs. to start Gibbs without hesitation. I think the matchup is great, especially Chris Jones might not play. You imagine, like, their best run stopper, their best defensive player doesn't play. And then you have a running back that they have highly toted all offseason, drafted highly, much, much higher than everybody expected them to, and then to not use him in the first game because what they want to ease him in? I mean, they might do that. The Vikings did that with Adrian Peterson, I remember. But at the same time that was kind of a mistake because Adrian was just a super stellar. Now that's a different story. Gibbs is not Adrian Peterson of course and I doubt that he's going to get to that level. Did um, were the Vikings playing the Super Bowl chance and essentially our dynasty of the decade right now in week 1 of the season that they were highly toted? You know, no, I they doubt weren't. It. They I they were they it. weren't. Okay. Into like an established team or did he have Christian Ponder? Uh, this was 2007. That was way before Ponder. Gosh, that was Ponder the, was like, 12. You're right. That was like the Brad Childress day or uh Brad Johnson days. Oh, that's even worse. It was bad. Yeah, so it might have been Joe Webb. No, what is Tra- seven? Was it Travaris Jackson? Travaris Jackson? No, it wasn't. R.I.P. Yeah. Either way, you get the premise. They're actually like set up to be a better team. They ended on a good note. There's hype around them. I think they're going to use that guy because they're also playing. The Super Bowl champions. Like, you're not going to come out week one and be like, we're going to ease everyone in. You got to play them. Because best case scenario, you're going to play them again in 20 weeks. I'm trying so hard to think about who the starting quarterback was. We can look it up after this. Either way. I know his name. I can picture him. Week one will be exhilarating. And I think it's going to be an extremely fantasy-filled game. Because you're going to have, I don't think San Laporta is startable. um, But, I mean, Jared Goff. No, San Laporta is not startable. Jared Goff, I think, is startable. Well, of course you do. You think he's going to beat the Chiefs tomorrow? I guess without that bet and without just doing it out of spite, I still think Jared Goff's going to have a good game. Yeah, he'll yeah he'll probably yeah. I, I think, think it's fifty fifty going to have a good game, fifty fifty having average ish game. 
I think if Chris Jones if Chris Jones misses this game, I'm even more confident I won five bucks. I think I think Chris Jones alone they will lose that game and then they'll pay him any amount of money he wants. Yeah, I don't think I, I mean Chris Jones is a huge factor. I I don't think that's like a given though. Oh, it's definitely not a guarantee. I'm just kinda spitballing. All right, let's let's move on here a little bit. Let's talk oh, okay, actually, what do you think this final score is gonna be then? Thirty two to thirty. Right on. All right, 32, last second field goal? Yeah. All right, let's do it. So let's talk about your fantasy football draft. So uh, AJ had one last draft before the season starts tomorrow. Uh, he was drafting at four, right? Yeah. And yep. he decided to pick uh, Tyreek Hill. So your first round pick, Tyreek Hill, what was going through your mind? What were you thinking? Timeout? Yeah, timeout because my video stopped the second I you know, put it down. I Why would you stop? You can't keep recording when you do other shit. Oh, that was the other one. Play, yeah, play the ending for me. Okay, that's perfect. We'll just say, so let's talk about your fantasy football team. Right? That's why I was also like, let's jump into this first, because then I had to second guess it, and I was like, I should have looked to see if this was going to function well or not. I'm fucking so sore for these Rangers games. Oh no, I gotta start hitting it again. We're just about there. All of this movement is like painful. Really? way to see this like draft results in here team settings nope draft recap there we go cool I'm just gonna finish this no you just hit it dude I did not you just oh Really, that green one? Yeah. Well, I so I thought I was hitting my that one, and all of a sudden both of mine died, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I could have swore I just opened it. I didn't take it out of my backpack, so I was hitting my old one. Oh yeah. Yeah, but dude, that thing lasts me almost all weekend. So it's like some old vape. Nice. And then all of a sudden I was like, "How the fuck is this dead?" And I went in my backpack and I was like, "Sick." <laughs> Fresh one. I thought it didn't taste that good, and I was like. I got a shit one. Right. And I was like, whatever. Actually, this works. I got pee anyway. Also felt pretty good today to wake up. And it's, it's still kind of clogged because I'm also just... Mm -hmm. Honestly, yeah, mine are never... Mine are almost never clogged. I like it. It's good stuff.
did let her in and she snuck yeah, in. She snuck in. She's funny. Nope. You gotta stay here. You're gonna be on the pod, you're gonna be on the pod. Alright, ready? Yep. Video gone? Three, two, one. All right, so technical difficulties. Uh, we're going to jump straight into AJ's fantasy football team, uh, and we do have a new co-host with us. We have Maya. Maya, she's going to be a co-host today. Maya, say hello. Say hello. Yeah, she's not. Nah. Ah, we got one. <laughs> a little grumpy, but, you know. So she's going to jump in, uh, give a couple pointers after we review your team. Yeah. So that being said, Let's jump straight into it. AJ, you had the fourth overall pick. Tell them who you picked. Yes, I did. All right. So I ended up going with Tyreek Hill here for overall. Obviously, it went Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Austin Eckler went three over CMC. So I had that option, but I did ultimately take Tyreek Hill. Uh, biggest reason for it, I was actually very high on him this season, but unfortunately, nowhere I drafted was I able to grab him um, in the spots I wanted. I was either really early so ultimately, I am going to grab Tyreek here. Very, very excited about this pick. Um, and I'm excited to see what he's going to do. Tua is going to be iffy, so we'll see. Um, but I think either way, grabbing a really high-end wide receiver right here is going to lock it up. Uh, rest couple, next couple picks, Christian McCaffrey, Devontae Adams, which I thought personally was a reach there. I like a lot. Uh, B. John Robinson, Travis Kelsey, Derrick Henry, and Stephon Diggs. Besides the Devontae Adams one I just pointed out, anything stick out to you? So, um... Not too much, uh, but I have more questions about your pick. Uh, at this point, who else were you considering? Uh, so, I again, I say especially this late, I did want to change up my teams. I don't want to fully invest on anybody. So, um, in a normal draft, if it was like beginning of the season, I probably would have taken Christian McCaffrey here, if I'm being honest. Um, I don't like Eckler in this spot simply because of the Kellen Moore offense. I still like Austin Eckler. Uh, I just have some concerns there. I did absolutely consider taking Bijan at four overall so ultimately why did you pick hill over Bijan? uh i don't have a lot of shares of either one but to your point and i was absolutely thinking about this too i think four is an absolute reach for Bijan, but i wanted an opportunity to have him this season um at the end of the day you did talk me out of it i wasn't sold on it i was just kind of that like do I think about this? Um, I think you're probably in the right point but why do we like rookie running backs because they just get a ton of carries volume what Lots do we of volume? What do we chase? Volume. Volume. That's yeah. what fantasy's all about. So I wish, but yeah, Nick, he did save me. I did end up going Tyreek Hill. That was my either or. I was leaning Tyreek. So for him to what player in the top ten do you have the most of? Who who you have the most shares of? Um, at this point, it would probably be I think Austin Eckler. Okay. Which is contrary to what I just said. With him going third overall, absolutely. But yeah, so I was typically if I was drafting like six, seven, I found that he fell to me there quite a bit. So at that point, if, if I'm picking in the middle rounds, I'm going to grab him and then stack up wide receivers and then try to go running back later. So at least at this point, I still like the wide receiver there. I'm going to go Tyreek. Beginning of round two on the way back, it was Nick Chubb, A.J. Brown, Cooper Cup, C.D. Lamb, Saquon Barkley. Tony Pollard did not fall. I was also going to take that that chance. Um, but instead, I did go Garrett Wilson, Amon Ross St. Brown, Josh Jacobs, Joe Mixon, Nick. You thought I should have gone Josh Jacobs with this pick. Why? Yeah, because I, I think just that, like, um, well, Josh Jacobs was the leading rusher last year. Is yep. probably the number one reason. Um, and I feel like you solidified your top wide receiver spot, and it would have been a good stop, good, good, good part to get like a top running back. But that's not to say that like I think your Garrett Wilson pick is bad. I and wanted, 
I did want Saquon or Tony Pollard had they fallen to me for that exact reason. I've gone wide receiver, wide receiver a lot this year. Yeah, so like that. I, I guess also in that aspect too it would be in, interesting to see like the difference, um, you know, going two different uh, routes in the draft. But also ultimately at the end of the day, uh, they got Aaron Rodgers thrown to Garrett Wilson, and Garrett Wilson Take did it. well last year with pretty poor quarterback play. So, um, and I, I know you haven't watched Hard Knocks, but Hard Knocks is awesome. Uh, it really gives you some insight, and that that connection is definitely going to be there this season. I think so. Yeah. I I, I don't necessarily know if, if we're going to get like Devonte Adams numbers, but I definitely think that's the ceiling. Like one hundred percent, it could totally be there, um, especially because the rest of his court or wide receivers are basically who he had in Green Bay. Yeah. Because um, I think Cobb and um, what's his face, uh, Lazard, yeah, are the two and the three. So at that point, we know that those guys are great twos so the, no one's gonna threaten to take that position either no i think it's yeah i think his ceiling is Devonte adams i think his floor is randall cobb i think his floor is even better prime than that. prime I think he'll at least get a thousand yards prime like randall cobb six touchdowns not like you know the act of randall cobb that's also on their roster uh that being said uh so so okay so we went uh wide receiver wide receiver hill third round i did come back i'm not gonna go through everybody but patrick mahomes did go three one so worth noting uh, i did come back and i grabbed travis Etienne with my fourth overall pick again i do need a running back so when it came to this level i did take him over the likes of dk metcalf t higgins aaron jones lamar jackson got reached for somehow here uh, and then josh allen did end out that round Najee harris was in that round i'm not a fan of Najee. i'm absolutely not taking him here uh, but travis Etienne, what are your thoughts i think that's a little bit more of a risk at three or in the third round. Um, but, like, that's, again, it's another real high upside guy. I mean, he played really, really well last year with with um, with Lawrence. Um, I think he's going to give you some real RB2 numbers for sure. Um, I, I, unless he, like, really falls off, I feel like there's no way he's not going to start in your team all year. You know what I mean? Pretty much. It's and, still a solid pick at three. Yeah, and, um, and coming out of college, dude, his numbers were, like, up there with like the Saquons and the Bijans of the world and obviously he comes out breaks his foot like a Liz Frank kind of a goofy thing so if he does come back and obviously Tank Bigsby is an issue but I have really high upside for him Maya getting in this shot she's really excited about Travis Etienne so she's getting in your faces to show that you are wrong right um I you know who else was available like I know you're I know you're down on Najee Harris that Aaron Jones after? see Aaron Jones I think might have been a little bit of a better pick um, maybe though that one's gonna be close. I, I like Najee. You said Najee was there. Was he yeah. taking up? See, I think I would have rather had Najee. Najee went um, also six picks later. Yeah, yeah. So, what what can you do about that? Well, let's get into that. So the fact that that happened, I'm just gonna skip a couple rounds. We'll talk about this a little bit sooner than I had anticipated. Uh, but if we go a couple rounds in here, where are we at uh, round thirteen, I grabbed Jalen Warren. The reason for that, because I do honestly believe Jalen Warren is going to take over that starting job at the end of the year, or at least have it be a 50-50 backfield by week 17. Yeah, I feel like it could be. If anything, it would be 50-50. I don't think that's going to happen, though. I think I know Najee had a down year last year, but like the whole Steelers offense was pretty bad. So I don't necessarily just put that on him, especially with the year before as a rookie. He had a pretty darn good year. He also had like a hundred ca- or like, he had like four hundred touches or something. Yeah, like and that. then he had like eighty catches on top of that. Honestly, now that Jalen Warren has came out and looked really, really good this this preseason, this offseason, I think a lot of his touches are going to go down. And I think Warren's more explosive guy. Najee's still going to be the goal line back. 
Yeah, see, I think I think now she's more of an every down back. I think he can. I think he's a between the run. And 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 in 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 your defense, I don't really know much about Warren. I just I just I don't think they're ready to give up on Nashi yet. No, I, I, I Warren's not the same type of of Eckler guy. He's not like a small speedster, but I'll say he's definitely coming on like him. I'll say he's solidified that number two and i actually did talk about him off season uh undrafted free agent i think he's going to be a beast um but again the 13th round i'm going to take Najee's backup still with the foot injury i'm worried about what did you end up doing for quarterback uh quarterback unfortunately i did kind of forget that i had travis Etienne, and i did grab trevor lawrence which that, that's beneficial i would say it is and i'm not going to be upset about it um but to make sure i did have that because i do want to have a good quarterback I mean, you have to if you're not going to grab the top three. So just in case, I did come back a little bit later. I grabbed Tua as well. Um, people in this league tend to grab two, if not sometimes three quarterbacks. So if I don't have two somewhat early, then I'm running with Sam Howell and I don't want to say Gino because Gino's actually playing. But quite yeah, well. the the, the yeah, lower end, right, exactly. Right, right. Yeah, so I you always sure, have to address that. Yep, want to make sure that was good. But I came back after ETN. I grabbed Ramondre Stevenson. Again, very high on this year. The Zeke thing is kind of a bummer. Um, I think we both, or I think I, me and you differ on my my fifth round pick. I grabbed James Cook here, and I did grab him over the likes of Alexander Madison, Justin Fields. This is before grabbing a tight end, um, and Brees Hall as well. So, within that situation, would you have grabbed James Cook over Brees Hall? Yeah, yeah, I would have. Because okay. like with with Dalvin in the Jets, um, Dalvin's I. <laughs> Dalvin is still a very, very good running back. It's like yeah. I understand that he's not 23 years old anymore, um, but the reason he was cut was for his contract, not yeah. because he was bad. I mean, he, he contributed like 1,500 yards last year. So at the end of the day, with Brees Hall's ACL injury back full-time, it's still going to be more of a split. So I, I just think that limits Brees Hall, whereas I feel like James Cook with the starting role on a – proven good offense i mean we could see the jets fall apart that ha- that's happened before when brett Favre went to the jets they weren't exactly an explosive offense um so just because they got aaron Rodgers doesn't mean that it's going to be as good uh whereas when you're looking at the bills we got josh allen stefan diggs all that stuff already going dude i just realized something too with my james cook pick what's that? i should have taken alexander madison yeah because literally i talked to you about this my other running backs in our our deep contract dynasty league are ramondre stevenson and travis Etienne. Mm. Drive my practice squad. James James Cook. Cook. Following I just a doubled trend. up on the following same three. a trend. Yeah. So apparently I'm high on all, all the the same three guys. Um, it's not that I'm not high in Alexander Madison. I think you can expect 1,500 yards total yards out of Alexander Madison this year. Staying and healthy, obviously. Like, and you know, eight ish touchdowns. That's a lot, honestly. And I would be. Well, that's what Dalvin Cook had. He's going to be filling that role. I don't think he's as know? good as Dalvin. Well, he's not. I mean, I don't think he has good. He's a different style of back. Um, but yeah. at the same time, Alexander Madison has done nothing but ball out when he's played played in place of uh, Dalvin Cook. Yeah. He, it's, it, I, I love Alexander Madison. I've kept him in dynasty leagues, dynasty <laughs> leagues, stashed on, stashed on my 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 uh, my, my bench because squad. I yeah, knew someday this was going to happen. And you know what? That day is Sunday, and it's going to pay off, and I'm super excited. Alexander Madison probably going to have roughly 60, 70 rushing yards, 20, 30 receiving yards, and a touchdown. Boom, Let's boom, go. boom. Very good. Very good. All right, so I want James Cook, Brees Hall. Uh, in the seventh round with Brandon Ayuk, he has probably been my, I don't want to say most kept secret, but my highest guy of the entire offseason. I think we disagree. I think the, I'm not 
super confident in Brock Purdy, but Brock Purdy does have one guy he loves to throw through in his Brandon Ayuk on top of George Kittle, who is also hurt right now. So who's getting all those touches? Who's getting all the play during this offseason? It is Brandon Ayuk. He has been my guy this year and is my guy. Of course, Trevor Lawrence after that. Jahan Dotson. Also, I'm actually just drafting my Tycoon League. Absolutely. Well, very high in these guys. I also have Dave Njoku in that league, so I literally didn't change much. Tua, Kadarius Toney, uh, Jalen Warren, obviously. Chigo Okonkwo, I think he's going to be a beast. Grab him super late in drafts for your second tight end. Tyler Conklin as well, Dolphins defense, and Tyler Bass to finish it out. And I definitely just queued up players for my defense and kicker, because who cares? Yep, threw up a couple darts for those tight ends. Want to make sure you lock that down. Yeah. Um, Because when you don't get the top guys, that's what you're doing. You want to throw a couple darts. Don't just rely on... I got Pat Freermuth or whatever, because you know, yeah. that ain't gonna work. I think out. Pat Freermuth actually gonna be pretty good this year. But what's pretty good though, like 500 yards, four touchdowns. I would go like 700 yards, and then yeah, like four touchdowns. That's like the best That's ceiling. Scenario, That's dude. ceiling. Yeah. I, I I don't know. We'll see how that plays out. That being said, let's get out of here. Been a little bit long. Uh, been a lot of fun. We will come back next week, recapping what's going on, Bye-bye. and then talk about what youth should be playing for the following Sunday. Yeah. Then we can actually get into, like, flexies, kind of. Right. Once starting starting starts, we'll talk but about it all. We'll have fun news, bunch of other stuff, but have fun week one. Peace. Stick around. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>